brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wisp Sports Radio, the voice of women in sport. Hello, you're listening to The Horse Show here on Wisp Sports. This is Season 4, Episode 23, and I'm Chris Stafford. If you're into horse sports as much as we are and would like to be a part of the conversation, you can do so by following us on social media at Wisp Sports or dropping us a line to info at wispsports.com. My guest this week is American show jumper Adrian Sternlicht, who has hit tremendous form as the season comes to an end. She won back-to-back World Cup qualifiers, first in thermal with Benny's Legacy, and then a week later she went on to Las Vegas to take him indoors for the first time, where he won again. This is a new partnership for Adrian, who was on the WEG team last year, you may recall, with the Mayor Crystalline. And while the mayor has been resting following an injury, Adrian has certainly been busy. And following those back-to-back wins, she jumped on the mayor just to gamble a few days later to win the 209,000 Holiday and Horses Grand Prix at the CSI Four Star, presented by Palm Beach County Sports Commission. And that's where I caught up with Adrian to hear the story behind these recent wins and what her plans are for the upcoming season. Hi, Adrian. Well, congratulations. Three wins in a row. Has it sunk in yet? Um, I think it kind of hasn't sunk in. Um, my uh, manager and I were joking that we literally have taken the time to celebrate. Um, um, and I think that's just kind of my nature um, to just keep moving forward towards uh, the next goal. Um, but I certainly am aware that it's very rare that a rider um, has three shots that go as well um, in a row as these shows have gone for me. Um, and I think that's testament to the depth of my group of horses. Um, and, yeah, so I'm very lucky at the moment. I have a very strong group of horses, um, and so it's given me a lot of confidence. Well, it must have. So big congratulations there because that's a super result to have. Not just one World Cup qualifier, but then another a week later. And then uh, you you win in Palm Beach at the CSI Four Star again with just a gamble. And and I I think I think what's notable notable really is with Benny's legacy. You had not been out in the sh- showing for very long. Well, this is a new ride for you. Where it, it, did you? Did you pick him up in the summer? Was it late summer you got the ride on him? 
Um, he came to my stable about mid-September. So um, I showed him at um, the Gold Cup uh, just in some national classes. And then uh, my second show with him was FEI. So I think that I, my, uh, I would say that uh, Thermal, uh, the show in California, that World Cup qualifier was my third FEI show with him. So what was it about the ride then? You know, when you find a new horse, Adrian, is there something, isn't there, when you first, you know, get a ride, get to ride them, there's something about that feel that you get, the rideability, and you know the potential, obviously, at his age. What was it for you? Yeah. Um, I actually didn't try him, which is very rare. He's the only horse in my string that I purchased without trying. Um McLean had sat on him um, a few months prior and he thought it would be a really good fit for me, but I wasn't looking for anything at the time. Um, and um, so I was a bit apprehensive when we first got him. I didn't know how things would go, um, but McLean knows my riding style so well and he always liked the horse um, and thought that we would good, be a good match and actually probably of any of my horses that I have, he goes the way. <laughs> Um, I like to ride most, um, which is, you know, he definitely has a little bit of blood, but he lets you help and support. Um, and I like to ride. I'm kind of an active rider. I like to be able to help and feel like I can, I can do something on course. Um, and so, yeah, it ends up being a very good match. Now, what about his temperament? Then? What, what kind of a, a partner is he in the barn? Um, he is incredibly sweet, but he's very, very alert. Um, both to handle on the ground and to ride. Um, you always have to have your wits about you. Um, he's not ever really trying to be bad, but he was gelded quite late, so he does act a bit, a little bit stylish, I'd say, on the ground. Um, and to ride, too, uh, he notices everything. He acts like a four-year-old a little bit. Um, he was just on a little vacation, and I rode him yesterday for the first time, and and I felt like I was... And my groom was like a hot walker, uh, helping me get to the ring because he was such a spaz. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyways, but I think because of how, you know, incredible and how much quality the horse has, you find it's so interesting. I find that you, I, I find that quality of his endearing rather than, you know, annoying or a nuisance, you know, you just kind of handle it. And I try to get him to settle by me by me settling so he really is responsive to his rider in that capacity well you you mentioned that you know the rider is rideability and you seem to like mares or geldings either go go well for you clearly yeah what was it about when you say his way of going you like a horse that's you know that's going forwards obviously you know staying in front of your leg and a little bit more aggressive talk a little bit more about that style which clearly now in your experience you know a horse that that works for you yeah um he's like a rubber ball to ride um he is incredibly agile and nimble in his body um he lets you hold the mouth a bit um he can add he can leave out um the right i mean i think he's probably more rideable than any other horse i have including crystalline um and um he kind of looks to his rider on course for support he's not a horse that would take uh well to i think um a, an american girl who d- 
who doesn't like to use a lava leg or or I don't even mean an American girl. Sorry, I really shouldn't say that. Um, he he doesn't really take well to a ride with little leg. He wants to know that you're there and you're confident as a rider. Um, and so I think in that way he sort of he forces you to be, um, you know, very uh, disciplined and direct in your commands um, riding a horse like that. And I think that that helps me when I feel like I'm controlling the pace a bit, not, you know, letting the horse dictate the pace. So getting the ride, obviously, without having ridden him before, you put a lot of trust in, in obviously, McLean's judgment. You knew what type of horse that you, you know, that you like. So where would you put this horse now already, having done these few shows with him? In in the Would you rate him in your barn, or is that a is that too much to ask at this point? Um. Yeah. I. I have jumped on my first FE or second FEI show with him. I jumped the five star Grand Prix, and I had the last two jumps down. Um. I would say the second to last was a rider error, and then he got a bit sharp after that. Um. So, um. Given the you know the confidence I've had with him in my last few shows. I would say he's probably either my second or third horse, um, definitely behind Crystalline. But I think, um, you know, slotting Tulago will definitely jump some easier classes now that he's getting a bit older. Um, but he's very reliable. So I, I would almost almost comfortably say that he's my number two horse to Crystalline. Number two? Gosh, that's way up there already. So he's, he's earned that. Yeah. I'd say he's pretty much earned that with those results so far. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be back with more from Adrian right after this. Hi, I'm Nikki Daly. I'm an international field hockey player for Ireland, and I'm also a motorsport engineer. I'm a proud WISC ambassador because I am very passionate about women in sports, particularly in hockey and motorsports. I think WISC Sports is a fantastic platform. It promotes all women in sport from any level, right away down through to grassroots level. And I think it's really important for young girls to be able to see their role models, to see that people are out there achieving great things at different levels in sport. And it gives them something to look up to and try to achieve themselves. If you would like to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook, Nikki Daly, Instagram, Twitter, and under my Formula Female Instagram and Facebook as well for the motorsport side of, of what I do. Thanks for listening and helping with sports turn up the volume on women in sports. And you can find out more about our athlete ambassadors on our website at wissports.com. Just look for ambassadors in the drop-down menu. And we're back now with my guest this week, Adrian Sternlicht. Well, let's talk about the mayor, just to gamble, because uh, she's obviously on fire right now. Or I should say you're on fire. I mean, if, really, what I should, <laughs> I, would, I should be starting this show with... Uh, was it Alicia Keys? This girl's on fire to introduce you because you really are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I, I've been saying that I'm very happy that I'm done showing for the year because this way I can't screw up uh, our great end to 2019. <laughs> um, she, just a gamble, um, has been my the greatest teacher that I've had probably as a horse. Um, I purchased her a year ago. And right off the bat of our first show, we won the National Grand Prix. Um, our first FEI show, we were um, clear rounds in the Grand Prix and the Grand Prix qualifier. Um, and then it sort of took a turn for the worse. Um, she 
actually picked up on me in this schooling area, um, and I tore uh, I tore a muscle in my shoulder last winter. Um, she's a very very hot horse. Um, she requires you to be ultra calm, ultra still, ultra present, um, and she's very sensitive. And so I think the combination of those factors is. Yeah, she's she's been my greatest teacher, and I'm so grateful that I have her in my life, seriously, because she's taught me so much. Um, so it's really been like a labor of love um, with her. Um, funny enough, we have the same birthday, which I can't help think means something. Um, um, yeah, she's a really, really special mare, um, and um, she has all the quality in the world, all the jump in the world. So it's been a real lesson for me in patience. Um, and learning to go um, to be calm and take my time with a horse, especially um, my frustrations and, you know, my desire to to will something really won't get me anywhere with her. In the Grand Prix in a row this winter, or sorry, this fall. And so this win was especially meaningful to me um, because, like I said, myself and um, my staff, we've put in uh, you know, a ton of mental, emotional, <laughs> physical energy into her. Um, and I feel like she gave us so much. So, uh, yeah, it was really special for me. And I read somewhere that she's very fast. So this is a speed horse for you? Uh, no, she is not a speed horse. Um, I think she would like to be. Uh, she looks like a racehorse. And she's a bottomless pit of energy, but um, she can jump a house. So um, I think she's naturally very quick, um, just in the way that she covers the ground. Um, and so when I can get into jump offs with her, I know I have somewhat of a competitive advantage because without even thinking about being fast, I know I'm fast. So uh, You can rely on her. Now, is she one that you sat on before you bought her? Yeah, yeah, I tried her before I bought her. Um, I tried her in the fall of 2018 um, and then started with her at the beginning of January of this year. All right, so what next for her then? Um, so uh, my plan for the winter is to she um, and uh, Benny's Legacy will be my two top Grand Prix horses um, and... Uh, um, Tulago owes me nothing, so he'll fill in and get to jump some of those smaller Grand Prix um, and some of the Grand Prix qualifiers at the four, four and five star level, most likely. Um, and so, yeah, my plan is to just keep aiming her for, you know, those big Grand Prix. She's not a horse who um, is can be set up, I think, for every class, the way we set her up for the Grand Prix. So... Um, in that capacity, you know, my focus again with her will just be, you know, really preparing her each week, um, making sure she's paired with the right horse, um, you know, as as a second horse to her, um, so that I give her the best opportunity um, to shine that week. Well, you'd already got your eyes uh, focused on returning to Vegas, haven't you, for the World Cup final in April? Plans already made for that, and the, obviously, what you will do with Benny's legacy leading up to that. Yeah, um, that is definitely my plan. Um, Benny's legacy will, um, right now, everything is tentative, um, but my plan would be most likely to use him at least for one of the legs. 
um, at World Cup Finals. Um, so I've never jumped him under the lights. So he'll start the two-star week, jump under the lights here, um, and then sort of go from there. I'm hoping to get on some U.S. teams with him. Um, so that's a goal of mine with him for the winter would be to make my team debut with him, um, as well as just a gamble. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, we're, I'm very fortunate that, um, Benny helped set me up to be in a very comfortable position for world cup points. So I think I am safely qualified now. And so I can kind of use the winter and use the shows to, you know, to, to kind of set up the horses accordingly. Yeah, well, he's proved that he doesn't mind jumping indoors. He he obviously likes Vegas. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. Good start with him. Um, now, you mentioned the Mare Crystal, and of course, it, it's, oh gosh, it's over a year, isn't it now? It's so time flies since the World Equestrian Games. Uh, just tell us where you are with the Mare now and what her plans are. Um, yeah, so... Um... She's amazing. Um, she's in great form right now. Um, I'm going to take my time building her back slowly with the plan of jumping her at World Cup Finals. Um, so um, yeah, she'll jump some small classes all winter. Um, you probably won't see her uh, in the limelight much um, until World Cup, we hope. Um, so that's sort of my plan. Um, she's, you know, the most amazing horse I've ever been around and easily the most important thing or most important part of my life um so i just do whatever i can to best serve her and um i've really taken my time bringing her back because she is that important and that special and she really has nothing to prove um so with the goal being the olympics for her um we didn't want to you know start her back too quickly or you know plan on jumping her too much this winter um because um we hope that she will have a lot of big jumping to do after World Cup finals. Well, yeah, she she's still young, isn't she? What, 11? 10, 11? Is she 11? Yeah, no? yeah, she's, she's 11. She's 11. Uh, just explain to everybody, Adrian, why she had the layoff. Um, she's been she was injured um at the at World Cup finals or sorry, at the World Equestrian Games. So, um she hasn't competed since then. Right. So, bringing her back slowly in the big goal for her, as you said, is Tokyo 2020. How many horses will you have uh, for the season down there in Wellington, Adrian? Altogether, um, I would say it's a bit in flux. <laughs> um, I think it's always changing, but I'm planning to have um, probably about six horses that can jump FEI, five or six, um, and then uh, I have a young horse and um, a horse who will jump some national classes. So. Um, yeah, it's always sort of in motion, but most likely about five FEI horses, five or six. Well, you're going to be busy. Yes, very. <laughs> so, how much? How much more? Um, sh- how many more shows then for you? Uh, do you have any other shows before the you know the Christmas break and then starting up with the circuit in the new year? No, um, I'm not showing at all uh, for the rest of the year. Um, I may. Uh, I have a young horse that's been on a bit of a break um, because of his age. Um, so I may um, jump him in some training classes, but um, we have a very busy winter. McLean really doesn't like to take any time off during the winter. He said, we can take week 11 off. I said, super. So um, I'll be I'll be doing the first 10 weeks in a row of Florida down here. Um, 
so I think given our schedule, there's no reason for my horses to jump anymore. Right. Well, hopefully you can unwind a little bit too yourself, can you, Down, go downhill to the holidays? Yes, I was on the phone with a friend of mine yesterday, and he was joking with me. I thought you said you were on vacation. I'm like, yeah, we're still <laughs> vacation is riding lesser horses, fewer horses every day. <laughs> well, obviously having fun and hitting form. So congratulations again exactly. on those successes. That's three in a row. That's fantastic. Enjoy the rest of the year off, and good luck at the circuit next year, Adrian. I appreciate you taking time to come on the program. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, you'll find the show notes accompanying this episode, as always, on the website at wisports.com. Just drop down the Listen tab to The Horse Show. And there you'll find lots more podcasts on The Horse Show, as well as many other shows here. We have 46 shows from around the world of women's sports, telling stories from both on the field, from the athletes themselves, and off the field to the issues affecting all women in sport. There's plenty to choose from there. We are the world's largest podcast network for women's sports. So there's something for everyone. And if you would like to join in the conversation at any time, you can do so on our social media channels or by dropping us a line to info at wispsports.com. Tell us what you think about the shows and if there's something you think we should be covering, we'd love to hear from you. And coming up on the final episode of The Horse Show of 2019, I'll be chatting with the Chronicle of the Horse senior reporter, Molly Bailey. We're going to take a look back at the highlights of the show season for 2019. Do join us then right here on The Horse Show podcast here at Wisp Sports. Until then, thank you for listening and helping us turn up the volume on women's sports. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.